It's time for episode 207 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, September 20th, 2017. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that's wound tighter than my great-grandma's cuckoo clock. I am your co-host, Micah Sargent, and I, of course, am joined by the one and only Dan Morin. How you doing, Dan? Hi, Micah. Am I supposed to be tightly wound? I feel... I'm feeling stressed now. <laughs> the podcast itself is tightly wound. Um, we just keep moving along, yeah, and you're if right, it steps you're right. okay, out, I then... see what you're saying. Well... We, of course, have to be excited about our wonderful guests that are here because they're great. We have got the producer and host of Tech News Today over on Twit. It's Megan Maroney. How you doing, Megan? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I love this podcast because it's so well organized. Everyone takes their turn. I don't have to be loud um, over any mansplainers. I love it. So thanks for having me. <laughs> that is what we are. That's what we're shooting for here. To my left is a tech writer and podcaster, and I am assured Slovenia's favorite son, Andrzej Tomic. <laughs> Andrzej Tomic is here. Hi, Andrzej. That oh god, yeah, that was great. That was, <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, oh, you just ruined everything for me. I'm so, sorry. Hi, yeah. hi, hi. I'm yeah. glad I got the name right. See, that was all we were having a little behind the scenes talk beforehand about how I, I had not had to pronounce Anjay's name. But hey, I've taken a lot of different yeah. languages. I felt like I was ready for it. Yeah, you did great. Honestly, ah, thank you. I'm, I'm now, impressed. So, yeah. Uh, it's not my name, but I'm impressed. Uh, you all know how <laughs> how this podcast works. We have four guests, we have 30 minutes, and we try to not keep you any longer than that. In fact, we never do. So it's time to get started. Uh, I'm curious, now that you've had a time to look at Apple's iPhone lineup, uh, we've got the iPhone 8, the iPhone 10. I'm curious if you're planning to upgrade to the iPhone 8 or the iPhone 10 or stay the same. Or if you don't use an iPhone as your daily driver at all, that's fine too. So Megan, we'll start with you. You thinking about upgrading and to what phone and why? I stayed up uh, on the night of ordering till 12 o'clock. I got on there ready to uh, bust my way in and order an iPhone 8. Um, it was very easy, and they I didn't have to wait in any virtual lines or anything. They, they took my money uh, right away, and so, yeah, I'm getting it on Friday. I'm pretty excited about it. I have a 7. I got an 8 Plus. I have a 7 Plus. I don't really need to upgrade at all, but, uh, you know, I do. I host a show about iOS stuff. <laughs> So I have to. Um, that's really why we all host shows, so we can make cases <laughs> about what we uh, are, are buying or not buying. So uh, I ordered one. I do the show with Leo. He also ordered one. I'm guessing he will also order the iPhone 10. I do not think that uh, he will also feel that I need both phones. And I don't. I mean, I don't. Yes, I, you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can you send him an email and let will him know do. that you think that? You know who really needs it, though, is my husband who's still on a 5C, and he finally has to upgrade because, I know, it's, I've said this before, probably on this podcast, the C stands for caveman, but this is the iOS 11 won't, he can't get it, so he needs something new, so he will probably get my 7 Plus. 
Uh, I am holding out for the iPhone 10. I did not order an 8. Uh, I've got a 7 right now, and I didn't feel like the 7 to the 8 was the big jump. And, and like Megan, I felt like I could only justify one phone purchase, especially because uh, being you know a self-employed podcaster and tech writer, you gotta you gotta pick and pick your battles. Uh, so I'm holding out for an iPhone 10, uh, which I will be, I'm sure, getting up at the crack of 3 a.m. Oh my god, to order uh, in a <laughs> in a month or so. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited because I feel like it's a big enough jump over the seven. And as Megan again was saying, we all, we all host shows, right? We got to talk about these things. We got to use these things so we can make our, our informed decisions and informed judgments and share that with everybody else who's clearly very interested in what we think. Um, so yeah, looking forward to the 10, but I'm not looking forward to getting up at 3 a.m. to order it. Okay. So I'm again, the only Android person on this show, which is a theme, I think. Uh, I'm still I'm still on the Nexus 6P because Google really doesn't like us and doesn't sell the Pixel over here. Uh, so um, I, I I do need to upgrade to something. I just don't know what to do really because the, the the new Pixels are gonna come out. I think like I think the event is on October 4th, the Google event. So I imagine there's gonna be new phones there, which I again won't be able to buy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 like there's this back and forth. I keep going between the an LG phone, the V30. And uh, S8 from Samsung, but those two have what, what I'll call generously a functional skin over Android, mm. which are probably the worst. Like, they're an eyesore, basically. They've always been an eyesore. Like, they've gotten better. LG has been doing some stuff and Samsung as well, but I just can't bear to use uh, their skins. So I, I don't really know what to do. Like, I've actually been thinking about jumping to the to the iPhone, which was a big deal, but then I saw the prices and I was like, no, that's never going to happen. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's just... I mean, if I was going to go, I'd go to the 10 just because of the OLED screen. But yeah, that like the the price on the iPhone 10 is just it's ridiculous basically for the sort of the what the GDP of my country that does not work well. <laughs> like that price makes no sense over here. So so I'm still on my 6P. I don't know if I even answered the question. So I'm getting a new phone. I don't know which one and the iPhone 10 for over here. I basically have to sell a kidney. So you know. Ugh. Yeah. Well. I think you answered the question uh, quite well, in fact, and I'm always happy when we have someone who isn't just going, iPhone, 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 Apple, Apple on the show. So uh, appreciate your perspective on that. Um, now, let me say iPhone, 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 Apple, Apple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the iPhone 10 is the phone that I'm planning on upgrading to. Um, I think that my partner's going to get the iPhone 8. Uh, he's actually into wireless charging, which is interesting to me. Uh, I'm constantly the opposite of bullish on wireless charging. But um, yeah, the iPhone 10 is the one that I'll be waking up at 2 a.m., uh, one hour before Dan in the scheme of things. I mean, technically at the same time, but technically yeah. Technically <laughs> at the same, exactly. We'll be, you'll just be have a little bit more bloodshot eyes than that's I will right. probably. That's right. Um, so <laughs> that's, the, that's the plan there. Uh, and I thank you all for your answers. Megan, let's move on to your topic. Well, when I'm not saying iPhone, 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 uh, I'm often talking about how we can protect our children on the internet because I have three teenagers and the latest app that they have been using is called TBH, which of course stands for To Be Honest. Um, it's the latest anonymous app and it's aiming to uh, be a friendlier, nicer anonymous app. So unlike Yik Yak and Secret, 
uh, and Syrah Ah that Micah and I talked about on my <laughs> show. Uh, it's really designed to prevent cyberbullying. So how it works, you sign up, you give them your phone number, you tell them how old you are, you tell them what high school you go to, uh, you uh, tell them what grade you're in, and then it looks at all your contacts. It promises not to do anything funny or weird or spam them. Uh, I'm a creepy mom, so I signed up uh, with the name John Doe 1, not using my real name. <laughs> <laughs> and then I I tried it out, and immediately it showed me my uh, kids' friends and their little quizzes. So it's like, who has the best smile? Is it you know Jordan or Skyler or John Doe 1? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, it 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 you can't enter your own mean things. You can't just say whatever you want. And the idea is then you get uh, you get notified. So I asked some of our friends like, "Have you been using it?" And they're like, "Yeah, we used it a couple months ago. It's fine. It's dumb. You know, they they're teenagers. They use things for about five minutes." But, you know, one uh, one of my daughter's friends said, yeah, I got a notification that, like, I'm the one that's most likely to not use eclipse glasses during the eclipse. <laughs> so it wasn't like she was, you know, harmed by this. But it's not it's not the best uh, way to spend your time, I think. It's better than Yik Yak. But I just wonder, what do you guys think about anonymous apps? Can they ever be nice? <laughs> oh, man, I got to believe that anonymity and the internet are often a dangerous conversation as we've seen from comments threads everywhere uh, <laughs> so i'm always a little hesitant i mean i remember back what was the was it post secret was the one that was like um like send in stuff it was like a blog or something mm-hmm. maybe a, I don't know, a long time ago now um and you know, I think there's generally these things often go one of a couple different ways. People feel emboldened by anonymity and, and want to go, you know, post terrible things, even if they don't believe them sometimes just to get a reaction out of people uh, or people just, you know, make up things a lot of times. So this seems at least to provide a structure around that. And to a certain extent, you know, there's always those are the kinds of things that that I'm sure teenagers are talking about anyways, right? Like, you know, it's sort of just codifying the kind of gossip uh, that we all experienced when we were in high school, I'm sure. So I, I'm not sure that I've ever I, I've been tempted every once in a while to post something on one of those anonymous sites when it's just like, I really want to vent something and I just like, you know, there's just no place else to do it. But I always end up thinking like, oh, man, what happens if this does get, you know, traced back to me? Do I really want to be uh associated with those things do i want to take advantage of that anonymity and i always end up thinking now if i'm gonna if i'm gonna say something i want to put my name to it and if it's something i wouldn't be willing to put my name to i'm just not going to say it <laughs> so i for me and an anonymous apps uh, i just i really don't i'm very skeptical of them yeah but you're not a teenager <laughs> not anymore <laughs> thank god for that <laughs> yeah because well my experience has been because i work at a pretty big radio station over here now and sort of we, we try and you know get the youth right to <laughs> <laughs> sort of listen to anything uh and like the most engagement we get is like through apps like snapchat which isn't really anonymous but it, you know it's halfway there compared to you know the other stuff on social media so i do sort of get the appeal of apps like that especially for younger people uh, where you know just being anonymous sometimes kind of prevents people from be- bullying you but never really uh you know like megan said that it, they're gonna figure it out with every app just how to make somebody's life hell probably because it's kids and you know kids are mean 
Is that a thing I can say? I think like, teenagers <laughs> yes. are mean, yep. basically. I think, I think it's allowed. I'm always encouraged by apps like that because they, they kind of try to solve that problem. I just think it's unsolvable, but I think you need to keep trying to solve it, if that makes sense. So I, I'm hoping one of those apps actually makes it so, you know, uh, kids can have like candid conversations online without maybe some of the repercussions that come with, you know, putting stuff on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So, yeah, here's hoping one of them kind of takes off and makes it all better. But it's not going to, but you're supposed to hope that. And suppo <laughs> you're supposed to work towards that. No, I, think, I genuinely think that's the thing. Like, you're supposed to be, you know, optimistic that it's going to happen. It never will, but you're supposed to work at it, you know. So, yeah. 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 Well, I keep getting all these mean comments from this John Doe 1 account. It's really all adding up now. I'm understanding what's going on. Uh, I I agree, actually. I think that uh, this is one of those rose-tinted shades things where you, you hope that that the future will be brighter and that the kids will be nicer. Um, but yeah, kids are doggone mean uh, to each other and to others. Um, so it, it's... It's one of those things where we we can hope that like by giving them tools, but also sort of limiting the the possibility for hurt and harm, um, it can be a more positive thing. Uh, I think that we sort of overestimate the level of <clears throat> of the way that kind of kids will. Uh, I don't I, like look at themselves and and find things that they like, and so we have this whole idea that kids are like super narcissists. But ultimately, I think that everybody's just trying to be loved and to feel good, and sometimes that means uh, taking it out on others when one does not feel loved or feel good. Um, so anything that helps sort of move that along and make people feel better, um, I think is a positive thing. Okay, well, I just checked the clock, uh, the, the cuckoo clock, and it shows that it is halftime. And this week, this episode of Clockwise is brought to you by our friends at Squarespace. You can enter the offer code CLOCKWISE at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. See, Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea, and you're going to get a unique domain, you're going to get award-winning templates, and so much more. Maybe you want to create an online store, or a portfolio, or a blog, well, Squarespace has an all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing you have to install, you don't have patches you have to worry about, there aren't even any upgrades you need to worry about because Squarespace takes care of all of it for you. They've got award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help, and they let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of those award-winning templates are truly beautifully designed for you to show off your next great idea. I talk a lot about how I love Squarespace because they're always on it when it comes to new features. I can hop on and it's like, oh yeah, you need to enable HTTPS support? Just flip this switch. Oh, you want Apple Pay on your commerce site? No problem. They have it ready. They have it really easy to set up. And that's why I think Squarespace is fantastic. Now, plans start at just 12 bucks a month, but you can get a, a trial started today with no credit card by going to squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up, do use the offer code CLOCKWISE because you're going to get 10% off your first purchase and you'll be showing your support for our show. We thank you, Squarespace, for your support. Squarespace, make your next move. Make your next website. All right, Dan, what do you got for us? Uh, so AR, augmented reality, has been a popular topic, especially with the release of iOS 11, but Google is also making its AR play. Uh, curious to know if you guys have tried any AR apps so far, and do you find, if so, do you find them game-changing, or is, is this just a fad? Anjay, what do you think? 
Uh, well, I've seen the uh, Apple implementation, and it looks really nice. Uh, I also play with Google stuff because they did a, a bunch of a couple of phones a couple of years ago that were called Tango or something, like a Lenovo mm-hmm. phone or something that did they, they did they are. I played with one of those, and it looked fine, you know. But the the thing the, I was never really sold on AR until I was at a developer conference this year, early in the year, and uh, Microsoft had a booth there, and I tried the uh, Hololens. Uh, you know, the the yeah. sort of glasses, it's basically a computer on your head, which is kind of weird, you know, with a graphics card, but, you know, <laughs> and that actually looked like that's when I kind of got it because they had this demo of like a ballerina sort of dancing on uh, on like a counter and then so the sort of uh, how it be used in like actual application was you know maybe medical students could like see the heart how it pumps blood and stuff you know it's all highfalutin stuff but when, when you see it actually work but but the thing is there you have the helmet on the glasses are on and you can kind of move your head freely even though you do have a basically a helmet on there when you move the phone around the table it kind of looks cool but I'm, I'm afraid like the novelty is going to wear off soon with the phones right maybe you know if apple maps and google maps kind of can work with ar so you can kind of look around and you know see i don't know yelp reviews that's what you americans like usually but you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's usually yelp reviews and over here they're always like two stars they don't accept credit cards yes because the rest of the world is not basically bankrupt all the time that was a zing against America. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> like, no, seriously, like holding the phone up, that's where it kind of falls apart for me. The same with VR, you know, VR is kind of great, but you, you, you get nauseous really easily. I love AR. I agree that it is pretty, it's sort of um, fad-y, but it's, there, there's just, it's just a lot of fun. And maybe that novelty will wear off after a while, but for now, I am living it up and loving it. Um, I have been beta testing uh, some AR apps and have downloaded even more since then. Uh, there's an app called Measure Kit, and I, I imagine many of you have seen it on Twitter if you've been following any of the AR stuff. Uh, basically, it lets you measure physical objects using AR, so you can figure out like how how tall you know your painting is on the wall. It also has like a level built in. It's got all these things, and it's been surprisingly accurate. You know, it's not going to be something that you're like, oh yes, I need to measure out this uh, board for my house that holds back the floodwaters, and it has to be within like zero point zero 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 seven centimeters or else my house will be flooded but in terms of just sort of like hanging paintings or trying to see how something fits into a room it's been pretty incredible and then there's also a game and i don't play games i do not play games i don't like games i games i don't have them on my phone but i do have a game on my phone right now and it's simply because it's an ar and it's been pretty fun it's called splitter critters and i cannot wait for minecraft to exist in ar uh, Micah, you and I share this uh, joy, a childlike joy for oh, AR, wow. and uh, that's part of what uh, one of the great things about you and me, I think. <laughs> I love the, I love it. I've been immediately, like, I. that's the first thing I did uh, after downloading iOS 11 yesterday. And I also love Splitter Critters and use that for a while. Uh, Carrot Weather, which I had forgotten about. I remember hearing about Carrot Weather when it first came out, just the regular app. And, you know, it has Carrot Fitness and all these apps that are really snarky and call you things like meat bags. And yesterday I was talking <laughs> to Stephen Hackett um, on iOS Today, and he named Carrot Weather as one of his favorites, favorite apps. And I was surprised about that because I didn't think he would like to be called a meat bag. But he said you could turn that off. You can turn off the snarkiness, which was new to me. And then now they have an AR feature. So you can point your phone 
uh, wherever. Um, it is it's snarky, but it also will tell you the weather and you know juxtapose it on on whatever thing you want to juxtapose it on it, which I I find funny. But I do hope that there are uh, AR uses in science and medicine and space and discovery and something more than uh, just the Snapchat hot dog. Although it is okay to also enjoy the Snapchat hot dog. Uh, yeah, I've been trying a few out today in the last couple of days, and I do. I'm impressed by the technology that goes into the uh, the many many measuring apps that are out there. I did find a couple that let you map sort of the floor plan of your house, which is kind of cool, and they can build 3D models out of that. Um, sometimes it feel like it would work better if there weren't my house weren't already full of crap uh, because that makes measuring walls harder. Um, and I've tried out a couple games, including like a little like toy airplane that you can fly around, which was kind of funny, but I think it would work better outside than like, oh, look, that airplane is like a mile away in my apartment, which is not that big. Um, I agree with Anjay that one of the biggest blocks is the holding the phone up. And it feels like one of those things that is eventually going to we'll look back and we'll think that was a little ridiculous to have to hold your phone out to use this kind of feature because i think at some point we will have some sort of heads-up display that uses the same sort of technology and that will open up a lot of applications because you know if one of your hands is always having to hold the phone that limits what you can do to interact with these things um so i'm not convinced that necessarily this is more than a fad right now the technology is impressive i've yet to see the implementation that makes me believe that this is the next big thing so we will see how that pans out all right we got one topic left and it comes from Andre tomich Okay, so I recently bought a refurbished iPad Air 2, uh, which might or might not have been smuggled uh, from America by a person who you're all familiar with, but because he basically smuggled it, didn't declare it with customs. I won't say his name, so let's just call him so uh, Joey Aluminum. Right? Okay. So, But the point is, I bought it for my girlfriend's parents, because her mom actually does speak some English. Uh, but you know, iOS still, and this is again, it's 10 years of iOS and the iPhone and everything. They still do not support my language, the Slovenian language, which at this point is like, it's inexcusable. Like I, I almost want to swear at this point because it's just, it's so ridiculous because they do uh, support Croatian, which has all of the same letters this, that we do. We actually have fewer letters than they do in the alphabet. So I, it just boggles my mind why that is not in iOS yet. They will sell us the phone though. We're one of those, you know, first tier countries or whatever. We get it pretty fast, but still no language support. So boo Apple. So uh, my question is, if you, do you have anything like that for, in any OS, even watch OS? I don't care. That it's so obvious that they should implement it, but they haven't yet. Wow, 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 wow. Um, you know, there, there are a few things that I think have uh, been lacking in iOS. And honestly, this is one of those things that it finally is here. Uh, up to iOS 10, you had to download, and, and some people just hate these things, but I think they're kind of cool. Uh, you had to download an app to have QR codes. Uh, a QR code reader was a third-party app. Barcodes were third-party app to, to be able to scan and read those. And um, even though many people don't like them, uh, PR firms and <laughs> graphic designers and things <laughs> like that seem to really enjoy them, so you'll see them out a lot. 
And yeah, I, I am happy that iOS 11 finally, 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 after all this time, added the possibility to just, you know, you can swipe to your camera and immediately read a barcode. And Apple's implementation of it, I think, is pretty excellent. So uh, up to this point, you know, it was it was the Slovenian language not being there and QR code reading not being there were the two things. It's just like, why don't we have this yet? Yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. <laughs> Megan, what about you? Well, I don't think and I can't I can't beat on Jay's. Um, you know, every everything that I'm going to say will sound petty in comparison. <laughs> and yet, these are the things that I don't. Uh, let's just say they're they're not ideal. Um, and most of these things I I figured out. I spent a month on Android in January with the Pixel, and then, then I figured out a lot of the things. I'm like, why can't iOS do this? I want to be able to arrange my icons on my home screen anywhere I want, and I don't know why I can't do that. Uh, I want to be able to have better group chats with my Android friends. I want to be able to send them lightning um, and balloons. <laughs> and I don't want them to say sent with lightning. I want them to be able to see my lightning. And I want just group chats in general to be better. I want LastPass to work more seamlessly. It works so much more seamlessly in on Android. And I understand that it's because Apple wants to uh, keep... Make, make a more secure phone or what they believe to be a more secure phone. But I don't I don't like all the cutting and pasting that I have to do with LastPass. And one thing that, that actually has gotten worse with iOS 11, and maybe I'm just missing a setting, but it used to be much easier for me. To, I think you had automatic photo sharing integration with Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. But with iOS 11, it seems like I can no longer just go from the photos to tweet something or put it on Instagram, and maybe it's a setting that I'm missing. But that seems to have gone backwards. Um, I want to be able to have a different camera app as my regular camera app um, you know, on the lock screen. And lastly, I want touch on my Mac. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> very modest, very <laughs> modest list. Um, the, the one that I picked is one that I've been surprised that hasn't been in iOS for a long time or on the macOS side. And that's the ability to quickly, uh, basically hand off, but for music. It's like you walk into your house, you're listening to a song on your iPhone, and you're like, oh, man, I just want to put this on my Mac, or I want to put this on my, you know, Sonos speaker or whatever, just right where I am right now. And there's no really easy way to do that that doesn't involve opening a different app, selecting your song again, fast forwarding to the place. And it's like, why can't we do this? Why isn't it just easy to be like, hey, f like, you know, send my song to these speakers and listen over here instead. Uh, I mean, sometimes you can get away with that if you've got like AirPlay, but then still running off your phone. And I don't know. I just feel like it'd be great if I could have my music follow me around whenever I decide that I'm uh, leaving the house or whatever. So why not? <laughs> It's no Slovenian yeah, the, language, I get it, but... <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's basically my biggest problem with iOS, because the thing is, like, it's it's right there. It's not... It, it, I'm convinced it just fell through the cracks somehow. But the, the, the difference the system language makes to somebody that's not maybe fluent in English or doesn't speak it at all, is just... that That's sort of a barrier you can't really get over. So, Apple, Slovenian, please. I, I agree. I think that that should absolutely be there. And they need to keep working on languages. Hey, it is, wow, the end of the show. We have just enough time for a bonus topic for which I will ask for very brief answers. But first, let me tell you about Linode. 
This episode is brought to you by Linode. Linode has fast and powerful hosting options that you can get set up in seconds. Their tools are easy to understand and they let you choose your resources and your Linux distro, giving you the power and flexibility that you need. And guess what? Linode plans now start at just five bucks a month for a Linux server with a gig of RAM in the Linode cloud. So what does Linode offer? Well, industry-leading performance with native SSD storage, access to a 40 gigabit network, and Intel E5 processors, which just so happen to be the fastest processors in the cloud market. They've got nine data centers spread across the world, meaning you can serve your customers quickly. They've got an API that allows you to easily automate tasks or develop custom applications in the cloud, and super simple scaling, allowing you to resize your servers in just a couple of clicks. And it's all manageable via via the command line. All of Linode's pricing tiers feature hourly billing with a monthly cap on all plans and add-on services like backups and node balancers. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. You can get a server with one gigabyte of RAM for just five bucks a month, and guess what? You can go all the way up to 16 gigabytes of RAM for just 60 a month. Across the board, Linode are offering twice the amount of RAM you're gonna get elsewhere. So as a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com slash clockwise, you'll not only be supporting us, but you're also going to get $20 towards any Linode plan. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com slash clockwise to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit, or you can just use the, the promo code clockwise2017 at checkout. Thank you so much to Linode for supporting this show. My question for all of you is what is your favorite fall activity? Drinking pumpkin spiced beverages, raking leaves, cold walks. What is your favorite fall activity, Megan? Uh, swimming, because it's very warm here in the fall. Uh, around here, apple picking is the only way to go. Going to Turkey and watching us win the European Basketball Championships. <laughs> <laughs> which, which happened on Sunday. And that was a pretty big deal. I hate the fall because it's rainy here. And in Turkey, it was warm. And we won again the European Basketball Championships. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to work that in a couple of times. I'm sorry. It's all hype over here. So, yeah. <laughs> Mine is going to have to be uh, going outside and just walking in the cold I just, I love those brisk walks. So much fun. Uh, hey, thank you all so much for being on the show. Dan, we finally reached the end. We've just got to say thank you, of course, to Megan Maroney. And you can uh, listen and watch on, is it iOS Today? Is that the name of, of the show that I missed? Yes. Yes. And Tech News Today. So we really appreciate you being on. Thanks for having me. And Andre Tomic, who you can find on Twitter uh, in the, at AtomicXX. And if you're in Slovenia, you can see him everywhere. He's on TV like every other week, right? Uh, <laughs> every, yeah, okay. A yeah. couple of months, every couple of months. There yeah. you go. Andre, thanks for being here. A gold medal. That's all I'm going to say. We got a gold medal. Okay, yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Dan, Dan, we have to end the show before we hear more about basketball. Quick, all right, all right. So all we have to do is remind everybody out there, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody.